I'll give you some fucking reasons why I'm mad. Disgraceful <laughs> performance from the Yankees. We'll end the podcast with that, but I'm pissed about that already. In a bad mood. Yeah, I'm guessing you yeah. are too, but uh, you seem the to results. have some other, some other shit on your mind today. Yeah, the results I'm, I'm on on that's probably one B, one C. I'm I'm pretty pissed about that. Uh, I mind you, I'll go ahead and preface everything. I haven't seen the actual highlights or seen any of the game yet. Just keeping it up with the with the simulcast. It's fucking whatever. Yeah, the fire bone is definitely my mindset. No, I think mm-hmm. I can't criticize managerially what he did. I did see critiques about the bullpen moves, but I don't know. It seemed like everything paid off until Italian, but we can go into that later. But you asked the question, my man, and I'm drinking fucking Stella Artois right now. Shout out to the Artois fans. Artois. What did, um, what did Stu Gatz call it? <laughs> I remember there was Artois. a... Artois. <laughs> yeah. Artois. Was, Stella uh, Artois. Yeah, the lead-ins. That was one of my favorite ones. <laughs> guy's an idiot uh jurgen flop man dude you really get under my skin like, uh, i'm going there already dude i'm so fucking pissed about this absolute douchebag i think jurgen flop is an absolute nincompoop i think he's easily one of the biggest dickheads in football and i don't understand why people don't give him enough shit about it and i and i like i'm gonna really bitch about him for a little bit because Quite frankly, I just think I'd love to. Here's another preface. I think he's really good. I think the Gangnam Press is a really good tactic. I think he knows what he's doing, but I think he's a classic example of the five year rule when it comes to coaching. But mm-hmm. again, he's really great. I think it's he's really seven great. year rule with Klopp. If you look at his year sevens, what every team he's been at. Sure. Um, yeah. Five year rule is just like a generic, you know, rule generic, of thumb with yeah. coaches. But for yeah, yeah. yeah. For Klopp, if you actually look at his seventh year, it's painful. And is it? Guess what year it is with Liverpool? Is it? Is it their seventh? Please yes. tell me it is. It is. Well, well, I mean, look. So, I, and I have some things to cite here. I'll, I'll cite City Extra. They do a tremendous job with some of the things, and they'll they'll take the direct quotes. They'll even put his interviews so that you can see it. And I have some evidence to back up. I have some receipts to to back up my statements on this dickhead. Um, But I really do think he's a class A asshole. And I really don't think he gets enough credit. I look forward to the day in which when there's an offseason of football and we can reminisce on the season, but also bring up just random topics or conversations. If anyone who's listening wants to have us listen to have us conversation about something, what I would really say is I look forward to that talk about having Pep first Klopp who has the better resume because I think it's an absolute joke as to having even the conversation when it comes to Joseph. I mean, it's disrespectful and Jurgen's whole shots that he takes at city gets so fucking annoying to me. Um, as of today, this is what was kind of cited earlier. Uh, the question, which again, with the fucking interviews and the not liking of the way a question is phrased. You and I had a conversation. I think we actually kind of disagreed on this. I don't know if you were joking or, or the question was, do you think Liverpool need a spark? And if so, what's that spark? Now, the preface to the question was, 
I was watching Liverpool and I heard the other day that Liverpool need a spark. And I was wondering, and he gets cut off by dickhead Klopp, who decides to go ahead and be like, oh, really? Uh, 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 who is your source? So, so for dickhead, well, it could have been- mentioned the source. Yeah, he did. He, he said, did say he the said, source. Uh, this person said this. I forget who it was. I'll look it up. on. Yeah. Yeah. And then he said, oh, well, why don't you ask your own questions? You know, I'd rather that. Basically saying, oh, you just took that, what somebody else said, and brought it to... He was being a dick, obviously. I was trolling a little bit. He was being a douchebag. He was upset about the Arsenal result. Obviously, that was clear. And he's taken yeah. it out on reporters, which is a weak move. A, a, weak, a weak move, but it goes <clears throat> be a little bit more beyond that because you're. that's not like... For him to ask, who is your source, is like me asking, um, um, hey, do you... like?" If I want chocolate milk, oh, okay, cool. Well, uh, who said you want chocolate milk? I do, motherfucker. Who who does it matter? What whoever the person is, it's not your job to to validate or verify where it came. It came from my ass. I literally just pulled it out of my ass. That's the source. Now answer the fucking question. If you don't want to, if you want to get to the, if the question bothers you a little bit, or you have some issues with kind of where the conversation's going, then say that. Being a man and be like, you know, I, re- I keep it a buck. Look. That, to ask me this question, honestly, I just think it's annoying and you guys just want to hear something that I don't want to say. And that's okay. That's okay. That's We'll look at you and be like, all right, you're keeping it a buck. But he's always a dickhead. He's always a dickhead. So as of today, okay, this is what Nimrod- My man brought receipts. Oh, I got receipts. This, this, is, this is the conversation that gets brought up today, all right? This fucking- ass fuck. I think I know what you're going to say. When asked about competing with Man City in regards to championships, again, with 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 the abrupt cutting off of the reporter, you will not like the answer. Nobody can compete with Man City in that. You have the best team in the world, and you put in the best striker in the market. No matter what it costs, you just do it. I know Man City Why are you doing Schwarzenegger? <laughs> Nobody will like it, okay. but but like you you understand the point. You understand that the dickhead German comes out in this accent, in which he tries to get to you. You put in the best striker on the market. Reminder: in the Premier League, you paid the most for a striker this summer, douchebag. Remember, you bragged about him, and don't say you don't remember because I have the receipts about you bragging about him right here as well. He goes on to say. You have asked the question, but you know the answer. What do Liverpool do? We cannot act like them. It's not possible. There are three clubs in the world, in world football, who can do what they want financially. It's legal and everything is fine. He said that? Yes. So again, it's it's uh, person saying there's an elephant in the room but kind of, look i'm not telling you there's an elephant in the room i'm just saying look something over there with big ears and a trunk with four legs is i don't know you see it i see it he's a dickhead bro he's a complete dickhead and he takes shots for reasons i don't understand complete jealousy do you have an academy that's produced players that you sell are you upset that we have a positive transfer profit that we sell players while also buying players Ask me where. Ask me how much Phil Foden cost. Academy, bitch. Ask me where Romeo Lavio came from. Academy went to forty million to Southampton. 
we and the good and the names go on and on. McAtee loaned out, Cole Palmer loaned out, or not Cole Palmer, uh, uh, Liam Delap loaned out. We have an academy that is structured around the build and the growth. Our team is structured that way. Yes, did we go out and go get Erling Holland? Was there a relationship before that? What sort of reaction did your fan base give you when you got Nunez? Were y'all amped about it? Or was it, oh man, 98 million? No, fuck it. You spent. It's not that you motherfuckers don't want to spend. It's that you decide to think that you can do it well with older players. So, and it goes back to the premise of how are we having a conversation of Pep versus Klopp? Klopp can have his team do one thing great for a long period of time. City will slap you with a 3-5-2. City will slap you with a 4-4-2. City will slap you with a 4-1-2-1-2. It don't fucking matter, bro. We take, we take, uh, 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 what's my name? Fabian Delft's old bad contract out of position and we stick them in a right back and win a fucking league title, bitch. What do you do? We take players that are in situations that we say, instead of going out there, oh, all we do is spend, we'll take players and put them in other other positions and we'll slap them out there for a starter half the season and we'll still win the league. And you want to come in and talk shit about what Liverpool, about what we do. <laughs> Okay, look at Andy Robertson and, and look and look at Trent Alexander Arnold. For seven years, how great they've been. And now all of a sudden, and it's been talked about for the better half, for the second half of these uh, years uh, under his reign. I don't know, man. Defensively, Trent kind of slacking. I don't, I don't know. Have you seen Andy Robertson lately? He's not. My, man is t- my man is tired as fuck. He is worn down, beat over there. Rotate, Klopp, you little bitch. He does nothing but cry about what we do at every chance he gets. It's not even a conversation, bro. Pep is clear. Can I defend Liverpool a little bit here? Yeah, you can play that Klopp. One, I think he's probably putting some pressure on the board. He really hasn't got backed. Besides noodles, they didn't bring in anybody. At all. The last midfielder they brought in before Arthur Mello, who's now out for pretty much the whole season. Mm-hmm. Who was it? It was probably three or four years ago. Diago. Carvalho. They signed Carvalho. He's, he's, to me, he's an attacking mid winger. He's not a true yeah, midfielder. We, I'm talking we don't know mid, that. midfielder. Yeah, but we don't know they that. haven't brought in any midfielders in seasons. No, we do know that. They haven't brought in any midfielders in seasons. Maybe those comments today, which. Are quite tame, I would say. He's kind of giving you credit at the same time. He's throwing shots, but is he throwing shots at you, or is he saying, "Hey, my board doesn't back me"? Is he throwing shots at his board? Because I I could see it that way. Maybe he's finally gonna say something. You know, we always get at Conte for bitching, but he does hold the board accountable. Which Jurgen is kind of, you know. They've been complacent, and it showed in the results in the beginning part of the season, right? Definitely has showed, in my opinion. So I'm going to defend him there. Second of all, you just said Liverpool. What do you have? They have they have what you don't. They have six of them. So how you can't you you can have the Klopp versus Pep conversation now, because Pep hasn't won the Champions League with City. He did it in Barcelona. This isn't La Liga. 
You know, yeah. he, he qualified in there and you know, it's the Champions League. So, but what I'm saying is he hasn't done it for City. City does not have a prim, uh, Champions League title. Liverpool has six of them. Klopp got one, and he's one. been in the finals twice. Yeah, three, three finals, one win. You guys have one final, zero wins. So, sure. yeah. there, there's your answer, and that's why it's Klopp versus Pep is going to be talked about when Pep gets that Champions League. Then, then the conversation's over. But it hasn't well, happened yet. It hasn't reason, happened yet. Yeah, I don't. I I, I get it. I I, I know this the story of you were of heated. European. You really were. <laughs> No, I'm I'm done here. And, and look, I I still got I still got ammunition because look, I, no, I love it. I love it. The, the reason the reason I say that I still don't know when it comes to Carvalho is because of this. If they go out and sign Rafael Leal, he's gonna play winger. That means Carvalho is going to the midfield. If Attacking, they sign, though. she's not an I understand. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. And what I'm saying is it's so ambiguous. The I'm not questioning the signing. I think he's actually a good signing. He's a good player. He's quality, and you signed him at a good time. Nobody was looking. Quality pickup. Good job, Liverpool. What I'm telling you is, while that is good, it's so ambiguous. It's a it's a move that, while looks strategic, your other moves don't look so strategic. Arthur Mello, Nunez, uh, um, yeah. what's the other? Uh, uh, their players are escaping me. But but what I would but I would I really just want to point out the clear facts is that we are. If you're following the podcast, it's three, it's three, it's the three parts, the three main parts that are so critical to having that sustained success. And Liverpool, while also I'm gonna admit they don't have two out of the three, they have a quality two of those three. And that has made them short-term successful. Seven years is a quality short term. It's almost a decade with what players are doing nowadays, with what I think we're about to see from Arsenal. And that's the other thing I'm going to say. Why, why look at how success Mikel Arteta has been early on in this year. We're already, what, 10, 11, 12 matches in competition overall. Look And look how natural. Look, go back to the All or Nothing podcast where, or the show, the documentary on Amazon, when you had questions about the whole ABBA thing. Listen to the questions that he was given about about dealing with such a historic player in the Premier League and how great he's been and look what I mean look what he's you're doing to him and he's your star player and how he's going to act like this and look how Miguel handled the fucking questions like a fucking seasoned pro I mean why is Jurgen just a grade A asshole about everything about fucking every why you why you got to be a dick about like the question was do you need a spark plug and by the way going into the year ass fuck you said you had the best four backline and, and by the way, I'm going to quote, and we're not even talking about our goalkeeper yet. So you literally were bragging about your back line. Oh, we have the best four center backs. We have the best four center backs. That's what he said in the Premier League. Now, everyone's going to cheerlead and back their team, but you can't talk that shit before the season started and then come out now and be talking about, oh, well, we cannot compete with them. You know, they spend so much money and all that shit. Now it's about the money? Now? You are ho, bro. You you and and I would agree with you on this. I'll I'll go ahead and let you speak, and we can get into it. I speak. I lay my piece after this. I would agree with you if it was a one-off shot that he was doing this to look back at the board, kind of be like, "Hey, you see what I'm saying?" I mean, come on, motherfucker does this every chance he gets, specifically in the off season, 
And he always does this when we come up matchup-wise. He's always got to talk about the finances. It's never about the fact that Akanji came from the club that you previously managed and we got him for the teens, my guy. And you want to talk about center back health and depth and all that. Now look at where your position is. Talk that cash and stay consistent, consistent, my guy. He's a dickhead, bro. Aren't all aren't all great winners kind of smug assholes? All great coaches, managers, Bill Belichick. I mean, all these guys. In press conferences, kind of though. All of them. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of them. There's always that smugness and arrogance you have as a great coach and great manager. Pat Riley sure. has it in him. I mean, sure. I, I get it. He's annoying. What gets me more is his his whining when he loses. I mean, he's such a sore loser. That's what that's what pisses me off about him. But you know, we're on the topic. Big one this weekend for Jurgen Klopp against your Man City. Your Man City squad, this one's at Anfield. What do you think? What are you feeling? I, I know you want to rip Klopp's fucking head off. but <laughs> No, I did this. I <laughs> what do you think about there. The, the game? Uh, midweek, Erlen Holland took a seat. I can mm-hmm. only take that as he's getting ready for Anfield. He's going in. And let's set this up. Liverpool, desperate. Absolutely desperate. At Anfield, Virgil van Dijk has never lost a game at Anfield playing for Liverpool. Never in the Premier League. I think maybe across all leagues. So does Erlen Holland come in, drop another brace, and say, Virgil, how's it feel to lose at Anfield? How's this feel, this first loss? What what, what do you think? What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I do say all that shit about him being an asshole, but he is pretty fucking good at his job. And uh, (laughs) I am acknowledging that while them being in 10th place, I did have them winning the league before the season started. And I still think that they can somehow turn it around. And I don't know. Mohamed Salah scored a hat trick in how many minutes the other day? So five, six. Yeah. Something stupid. So, I mean, just looking into the game overall, we know Phil, Bernardo, Kevin, Erling, Rodri are starting 100%. Those are no questions. Um, I'm very interested in the right back scenario for Liverpool. Joe Gomez is probably going to be the starter. And I'm curious as to who the fuck we're going to have at left wing to be going at that man. I'm guessing his countryman, Phil Foden's probably the first one to get a crack at it. And then I think maybe Kevin might cycle into there. So predict a heavy dose of left tunneling, left funneling going at Ho Gomez. Um, I would also venture to say that uh, Nunez gets the start. Yeah, Nunez gets the start. Remember, yeah. no Diaz, too. Big. No no Diaz. Yeah, unfortunate, too, right? It looks like he's going to be out for a while, probably missing the World Cup, too, for Colombia. Is Colombia yeah. even in the World Cup? I don't think so. Fucking only thing worth anything in Colombia is the soda and the food. Um <laughs> And then the cake, too, sometimes. Uh, I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. I just feel like uh, I got City winning 6-4. 6-4? It's going to be a fucking shootout. Shootout. Both Which teams if you are look- conceding. Both teams are conceding goals. Yeah. So that, that's kind of my thing into this. Uh, the, the Virgil van Dyke not losing at Anfield. Throw it out the window. 
Um, I don't care about. I do not care about that stat at all. He's not. He's not been the same Virgil Van Dyke at all. So, so I think this be. is going to be his first loss. I mean, I just, I just go about. It doesn't matter. Like, hey, what is it going to be like? Oh, you know what? I haven't lost here since five years ago. It doesn't matter yeah. five years ago. This isn't the same Liverpool team. They're going to be up for it. I think there is going to be goals, but I'm not going that high. Um, I just think. I don't care how well Joe Gomez looked for a half against Martinelli. Martinelli still had some success and a full game against Manchester City. I don't think he's going to hold up at right back. He also offers nothing going forward, which yeah, that's the other thing. Can, yeah, can be a problem. Liverpool like to play that high line, um, and I think that's going to be a problem. Virgil Van Dyke. Great. I, I'm really happy for you that you haven't lost in Anfield, but it's coming, my friend. It's coming this weekend. That high line will be exposed. Van Dyke has been exposed all season, and I have no fucking reason to believe that the best soccer player, the best footballer in the world, Erlen Holland right now, on form, I have no reason to believe that he's going to stop him. That high line is going to be problems with Holland running through the lines. Mm-hmm. Absolute problems. And De Bruyne. Probably getting double-digit assists this weekend. He's got nine now. He'll probably get his 10th assist. I just see that being exploited. We can't talk about, oh, Trent's not playing. That'll be helpful. We we must not forget that whole Liverpool defense has been shaky. They concede early goals. Every game this year that they've lost or drawn, they've conceded an early goal. Early, early goal. Last week, Arsenal put up up a, a goal in a minute. I have no reason to believe why that's going to change. Anfield will, will play a factor. They will be they will be more than up for it. Seven goals during the week. This is make or break for their season. They're going to be up for it, and they're at home. The crowd will be in it, yeah. but they, it won't be enough to stop Man City. I got 3-2 Manchester City. So check this. I think you brought up the excellent point. When I was actually smoking earlier, smoking some fire, and I was convincing myself that I was not necessarily – worried about Ho Gomez or the whole Gomez situation at right back. I kept reminding myself that it more as, as, as excited I was for the attacking aspect for it. I was even more excited for the notion of the safety and knowing that he's not going to be really moving forward. And if mm-hmm. we do see him move forward, thank the heavens. I'm licking my chops, get that ball back and we moving. So mm-hmm. I, that is such a good level of confidence. That's such a great point by you. Uh, yeah. I think it's, I got two ideas for this. All right. I'm thinking prop bets with this game. Yeah, let's do it. And and another point. Your midfield is just going to dominate theirs. Oh. You know, and we're talking all about their back four, how it hasn't been up to it. Their midfield's been poor as well. You know, Tiago was good for the first half, and he's a good midfielder. I'll be interested to say see if they play Fabinho. I think they need to. They absolutely need to play Fabinho, but he's also been bad. Like he came in in the in the 65th minute against Arsenal, somewhere around there. And he was not good. He wasn't good. No. He, he made a few mistakes. No. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident it's going to be a good game. Um, and I'm going 3-2. So, yeah, let's, let's do these prop bets. Let's go. So, I'm thinking, I, going to this game, gut feeling. Last year, we drew with both games. It was tight. In years past, other than the COVID year, both games were drawn last year. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah. I so games. 
So yeah, I was. I'm still pissed about Riyad Mahrez. He, we could have won it if he just would have went ahead and chipped the keeper. Just would have just looped it over, and we would have had it. Game over in the end in the last minutes. Um, I think this game with where both teams are defensively, I want to go ahead and do a prop bet on. I'm predicting plus two goals to whoever wins. If Liverpool win, I think they're going to win by two goals. If City win, they're obviously win that's what I'm predicting. By at least two goals. I don't think it's going to be close. The so winner in this game is going to win by at least two goals. Two games. Or, okay, I'll go under because I, I picked three, two. Okay, cool. Bet. Then do you want to take so you do an, an over, under? On- Wait, let's clear this up. Over, under, two, two win goals. by two goals for the winner. Win by 1.5, so it's not a push. Yeah, that's fine. Over, under, win by. So I'll go under, yeah. And then what was the second one? The second one was, can we agree on minutes for the first goal? Yeah, let's do it. Because you you have to at this point, because of the stat I just dropped, think that Manchester City is going to score within 10 minutes at the very worst. (laughs) So, so okay, that's the number you think? So over, under, first goal, seven, let's do six, six and a half minutes. Fucking hell. Over, under, six and a half. That way you're kind of like, you got to think a, a goal is going to be scored within 15 minutes for sure. So you're kind of right in the middle there. So you you could take that one. Take the first pick. What, what do you think? Right, hold on. I'm, I'm, over, I'm under, um, first goal, 6.5 minutes. I'm going over. You're going over? Yeah. Or was it 6.5 or 7.5? 6.5, we'll say. Yeah, 6.5. So six and a half minutes. Yeah. And you're going to go over. I'll take the under. Okay. I got these written down. So I'm going to put it in the spreadsheet now. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting because... If City scores under 6.5, I kind of almost want to go against my own scoreline because I just have a feeling that that might be demoralizing. I think the crowd is going to be up for it. But if there's another early goal, you've been banging on this. That Anfield crowd gets a little overrated. A little Uh overrated. You know, it's a great crowd, but I've seen better. Eh, I've seen better. But I have a feeling that crowd is going to be hyped. And if you get a Haaland, especially, if Haaland scores that first goal and he just runs through the lines and fucking beats everybody and bangs in a fucking goal, I have a feeling that crowd is going to get quiet yep. really fast and their fucking ass cheeks are going to be clenched. <laughs> because, yeah, you know, Haaland comes out and just – that Norwegian hair just flowing through the through Anfield, and then him fist pumping and screaming that Nordic fucking chant, a Nordic <laughs> yell in Anfield. I have a feeling that crowd is going to get fucking quiet very quick. So yeah, yeah. I mean it's going to be interesting. There's there's a lot of different ways I see this game playing out. To be honest, That'd I could I, I I think I think if City scores six, then it's going to be a 6-1, 6-2. I don't think Liverpool, their heads will drop if it's a 6 if it's a six for City. Oh, bro, bro. 
One thing uh, I will say, I just don't see a draw happening. This is going one way or the other. It's going Liverpool yeah. pull out a, 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 a tight win. A tight win where they're under the gun for the last 20 minutes and they sneak it out. Or 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 City, you know, win pretty convincingly. Like even my three two, I have that you know pretty convincing win. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see a draw. I think it's going to be one or the other. For sure. Looking forward to this, and and the the worst part about this for me is who the fuck. I'm going to say this again. Who the fuck decided to put El Clasico on at 10 a.m. In the middle of all these fucking games. Yeah. Fucking Who hell. I haven't even that? looked at the full pictures. Did you see? Because El Clasico is this weekend that over in La Liga. Barcelona oh, versus Madrid. Yeah. It's, it's on a 10. So it's in the middle of Arsenal leads, which people might not care about, but I obviously care about. There's other good Premier League games going on at that time. And then no. Man City, Liverpool's at 1130. So, like competing with some great games here. I'm trying to pull it up exactly, but I almost positive I saw that this they put that game on. Why is that not like a 3 p.m. game? And and in a fucking uh, a bracket of its own, you know? You know, it should be. people who watch football are going to watch football. People who watch El Clasico are going to watch El Clasico. It's a terrible decision. Terrible fucking decision. Let me see if I can find it. But yeah, I'm almost positive yeah. it's like an early fucking game. 10, 10 15 a.m. Come on ESPN Plus. That's for awful. Awful. It is. Shame on you, ESPN. Terrible decision. You're going to go against the Premier League? Come on. You're, Come you're on. You're stupid. And, and you're going yeah. against not only that, but you go, it's, it's a huge Premier League game. No matter how awful Liverpool are, the two best teams in the Premier League for the last five years, who are they? Liverpool and City. And every Liverpool and City game has been good. Every one. Community Shield game was good. Really yeah. good. Last two games last year, great, great draws. I remember watching both of them saying, man, that was quality, quality play. So, yeah, ridiculous decision. But, you know, we'll talk, we'll talk about El Clasico later. Um, we usually don't do La Liga, but it's a big game, so we got to talk about that. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we locked that in. We'll do the rest of the Premier League fixtures unless you want to slander Klopp some more. I'm for it. No, let's do it. Let's go right into the other games. Um, as All much right. as I'd like to talk that shit, we got a lot of good fixtures. I really do think Leeds and Arsenal are going to be a lot. And that's going to be a really, really good fucking game. Because Arsenal, Leeds are open. Leeds are always play open. And Arsenal fucking are like, okay, play open, bitch. So I think Arsenal got a chance to put a lot of goals in this one. So let's go to that game. We'll work our way back. We usually go from Saturday to Sunday. But we, we started on Sunday because of the the... the Massive implications of the, the, the Sunday 11.30 game. Let's work our way back, and we'll All go right. to right to Arsenal going to Ellen Road and playing Leeds United. Yeah, um, I, I'm slightly – I'm not worried about it, but this is going to be a tough game. Absolutely yeah. going to be a tough game. Yeah, it is. It is, and I'm going to tell you the reasons why. If you watched the Europa League game yesterday, we were awful. I know we only played about four starters, but it was a bad game. And you're coming off back-to-back Tottenham rivalry game, one of the biggest rivalries in the sport, period. And then you got this massive Liverpool game, which took a lot out of them, and you saw that yesterday. And yesterday they had to travel to cold fucking Norway on a Thursday night to play that fucking game. And now they're traveling back. No injuries were really picked up. 
which is good. Gabe, Gabby Jesus supposed to be ready for Sunday. He took that fucking shot from uh, uh, that asshole at, at right back, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, left back, uh, Simicus. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But they say he's going to be ready for Sunday, which is great. I'm glad he didn't travel to Norway. So he should be ready. But leads away is always a tough game. They have a they have a good crowd, and I just laid out to you, you know, a pretty tough week, two weeks for Arsenal, which which mm-hmm. you know we just had a midweek Thursday trip to Norway where we're heading back. Should have got back today, and then you know, like I said, after two of the biggest premier fixtures back to back, so I I'm going with Arsenal winning. They're going to win, but it's going to be it's not going to be an easy one. Yeah, it's going to be a two-one Arsenal win. Um, mm. I'm going goals, Jesus, and I'm picking Gabby Jesus this week. Nice. Actually, you know what? No, because Jesus was picked back to back. So by our own rule, we can't pick him. I'm going Saka. Saka scored two two goals last week. He scored one midweek, so I think he's going to start rolling from here on. Um, I'm going a, a goal from Saka, and I'm going a goal from Odegaard. I think that's how nice. we win. 2-1. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a 1-1 going to halftime, and we'll scrape a, a goal in the second half to get the W. But, yeah, Leeds away is always difficult, man. They have a, they have a really lively crowd. And For just sure. laying out the, the last two weeks, you know, you have to be weary of games like this. These are like mm-hmm. trap games here, definitely. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a tough one, but Arsenal will prevail. What's going on with the starting midfield? Who you guys got starting this week? You guys going the same lineup at a pool? Should be the same exact lineup. I don't see a reason to change wow. anything. Uh, maybe if Zinchenko's healthy, you put Zinchenko back at left back. I don't Get know. Brother he, eh, he wasn't that good midweek, so I don't think he earned that spot. Odegaard's the captain. He's going to start. You, you can't bench Xhaka. You can't bench Partey. So where does he start? Yeah, there's nowhere. For I'm, full, I'm full Vieira train, by the way. He's my favorite player on Arsenal right now. I just oh, want to wow. go ahead and get that up. It was I, Ben White. I, you said Ben White last week. You fraud. I, did I? Did I really? No, you Fuck. Did. I have the text. Fuck. I was watching clips of Vieira earlier today at work, and I was fucking mesmerized. Couldn't stop yeah, watching. He looks literally. good. He's a good option Dude. off the bench. He brings he brings a directness that we need off the bench. So yeah. I actually like him off the bench because if we're by my prediction, we'll be fighting for that that second goal. So, yeah, maybe he'll even get it. Maybe Odegaard doesn't get the second goal. Maybe it's Vieira. I'd be happy with that. So, so just to clarify, 2-1 Arsenal, and you got Saka as the guy you got scoring this week? Saka. I'm picking him okay. in my prop bet, yeah. And oh, I have perfect. Saka. He's my first pick. You, get the, you can get the next one. And, yeah, that's it. Anything else you're looking, you're looking for in this game? What, what is your prediction? You think it's going to be easy, tough? You think uh, Ted Lasso is going to – Gonna fucking out uh, tactic Arteta? No, no way. I think me. It's it's. I think it's pretty gonna be pretty cut, not cut and dry, but I think it's gonna be really understanding one another. There's not gonna be a, a a real chess match here. I think everyone's gonna have the cards on the table. I think this baby's gonna get going. I really do. Um, I got four to two, Arsenal winning. Yeah. Um, I would love that. I really. I'd love to see a lot of goals. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really entertaining game, man. I really do. I think Leeds open themselves up just based yeah, on their do. attacking style. And I think Arsenal, like I said, really, really are 
what that's a breath of fresh breath of fresh air for them they're gonna just be like yes we love it let's do this so yeah i definitely see i picked so you have the next pick because with since you picked Saka, i picked de bruyne for that city game um, okay okay cool so you get the next pick uh but yeah definitely got arsenal winning this four to two um i don't know if i don't i don't where i was looking at leads in the table or trying to get an understanding You're not of doing too well no, thirteenth uh, table here. Yeah, thirteenth, nine points. Um, minus yeah, two not, goal for not, not doing the great. Um, how many wins do they have? So minus one. Just two. Yeah, they've only won two games. So one yeah. was against Chelsea, and I don't even remember who the other one was against. <clears throat> but yeah, not great. Not on the best form, but they, it will be a tough game. I, I don't expect us to walk through this. If we walk through this, I'll be very happy. I'll be very happy. Yeah. But yeah, all right, cool. Um, Another good game at nine, and you know, thanks a lot, La Liga, because you fucked this day up. Mm-hmm. Um, Man United at Old Trafford, and coming in Newcastle. I think this is a good game. I'm really excited for this one. Newcastle's been on great, great form lately. Great form, yeah. and if you watch Man United slapped at Man City, decent, decent game at Everton, but they were god awful yesterday. Lucky, lucky goal from Mick Chicken, and the finishing yesterday. <laughs> I was waiting for it. The, the finishing yesterday by Man United, dreadful, 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 dreadful. And yeah, I mean, I still don't know how we lost to them. I don't know how we fucking lost to them, and it pisses me off every uh, single day. But I think this is going to be a tough game for them. I really do. Newcastle's on fire right now. They're their team to watch. I said that in the beginning. If this yeah. was at St. James, I'm going easy 3-1 win for Newcastle. But it's at Old Trafford. Old Trafford mm-hmm. will always be a tough place to go. So I'm going to go with a 2-2 draw. I think it's yeah. going to be a 2-2 draw. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good game, and we'll get a draw out of it. And I'm not taking any scores from this, but I expect I expect a goal from Anthony again. I think he's playing really good. I expect him to get one. So I'm not going to sure. pick him, though. But, yeah, okay. uh, I think it's going to be a good game. I'm really excited to put this one on the second TV. I don't even know how I'm going to set up because, you know, I kind of want to watch uh, Aston Villa Chelsea as well, but El Clasico is going to happen hell. somewhere at 10:15. What a dreadful start time! Yeah, no, I I completely agree with you. Someone's going to have to take this L, and it's unfortunate too because I have to show enough respect to El Clasico. I cannot miss El Clasico, so I I will definitely be watching that game. I have to. Watching Fraudcelona and hating Real Madrid just makes me want to watch that game and just have that game on just so I can watch it go like 8-8 and it's a draw and it's absolutely marvelous to watch both teams in misery but then get nothing out of it. Uh, This game is going to be exciting, but you have four goals total with a 2-2 draw. I think it's going to be one less than that. I got it 2-1, to one, and I got the visitors coming in with the form that they're in saying that was United of old, 10 hag, 10 shag, get the fuck out of here. You're coaching like an old hag. I'm going 2-1 to one, uh, Newcastle. Who was that that said yesterday that he's he's just Ole Gunnar Solskjaer with a beard? <laughs> Yo, that was the guy. That was, shout out to uh, uh, Talk Sport. It was one of those fucking pundits. He's a former. I, I mean, he's good, but 
I think he's also actually like a huge Tottenham fan, so he's not that fucking good. Um, yeah, he, <laughs> he fucking he called him uh, only with just, a beard. Only with a beard. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. love the fucking ear, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. I'm definitely watching this game. Um, yeah, good game. Aston Villa at Villa Park against Chelsea. Um, as much as I want to take Villa here, they're just so fucking poor. Every game I watch them, they disappoint me. I don't know how that club is so poor. They have a lot of talent there. And actually, I do know his name's Stevie Gerrard, uh, garbage, <laughs> garbage manager tactics there at Villa are poor and I want to take Villa but I won't uh, I think Chelsea <laughs> Chelsea even with the disappointing Conte news they got Reese James um, also hurt I think he's I'm, I'm hearing conflicting things let me just look it up I heard one report was six to eight weeks uh, uh, he's yeah, questionable saying that he's going to see a specialist and he could be out for the World Cup so Reese James out, Ben White in, Southgate, don't be an idiot. This is a very easy decision. Um, and, yeah, I, I just I don't, I don't see how Villa wins it. I think it'll be a close game. But Chelsea will edge it 2-1 uh, to one Chelsea. Um, Steven Garbage is really fucking up. And – this might be the the game that kind of has people from the outside of the club really pushing more. I don't have they put out a statement of any kind behind the support or backing of them in, in any way. Have I don't think we've even gotten to that point, right? I think other clubs have really kind of taken the the, the no. bulk of the situation. Yeah, so I'm go. This is the game to do it. Um, I'm going two nil Chelsea. Um. Yeah, I don't, I'm not even giving Stevie Garbage the one fucking goal that can kind of show him support in life. Yeah. I got Chelsea really dominating this game. Yeah, I think they'll dominate possession. I think they'll be on their back foot. Douglas Louise actually signed a new deal with uh, Villa. Very interesting because he was saying he wanted out and wanted to go to Arsenal. But I'm okay with that. I think he's a pretty average DM. Nothing special. We can do better. We can bring in Danilo. Um, but, yeah, that – That'll be the this, highlight this game, for Villa this week. Once once El Clasico starts, this game will be off. So, yeah, this will, this will be going to the bench. Uh, Southampton at home going against West Ham, who are starting to finally pick up results. They're looking good. Paqueta, Paqueta, Paqueta Jesus Christ. There you go. Paqueta is starting to roll. Skamaka, who I'm impressed with. I like him a lot. He's starting to bang in goals. And uh, he got me a goal last week. Am I gonna yep. pick him again this week? Nah, I'm good. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I think I think West Ham's gonna continue to roll. Southampton at home, always a tough game. We got them next weekend, but I think this is going to be a three-to-one victory for West Ham. Uh, so I'll let West Ham fuck you because I'm tired of them fucking me. Um, okay. I'm going 1-0 to Southampton. Wow. You're going yeah, against Moyes. Game. So you're screaming yeah, Moyes out. You're screaming Moyes out on Monday. Well, cuz that'd be a bad loss. Let's be let's be honest. Southampton tough at home but not not really doing that well this season. They're in 17th, so 
as as much as we say, oh, they're tough at home, they're not they're not putting up the points at all. So that's a bad that would be a bad loss. They because I think we went over their schedule, West Ham. Didn't they have some difficult mm-hmm. games or did they or were they well, the ones oh, yeah, that yeah. easy fixtures? No. No, spot on. No, you're spot on. They got some difficult games coming up after this. So this is a they have Liverpool mm-hmm. midweek. Uh mm-hmm. on the thirtieth they have Man U. And then uh then they have Crystal Palace. So yeah, I mean and then Burnmouth, which we have to we have to kind of put respect on Burnmouth's uh uh name, even though it's at it's at West Ham. We have to put some respect. They are above West Ham, so it could be a tough game as well, but yeah, that would be a bad result because at yeah. Old Trafford and at Anfield, those are looking probably like at best, at best, you're looking at two points out of those games, right? Shit. Yeah. At Anfield, at Absolutely. Old Trafford, like you can't really hope for wins there. Oh, no. <clears throat> no. So, yeah, uh, I'd be remiss. So Moy's out Monday. Is that what you're coming in here saying? Well, no, I w- I'd be remiss because you're bringing it up, but I want to say this real quick. Did you see the rumor that Thomas Tuchel has been offered two jobs since he got fired from Chelsea in the yeah. Premier League? I believe it, but did, did, did they say who? Let's no, try to figure it I out. I wanted to play that game. I wanted to play that game play with it. you. Let's play the game. Come on, let's do okay, it. Okay, so I actually think West Ham is one of those teams. Mm, I would agree. And I haven't thought much into the who the second person, second club would be, but you, you could convince me. You could convince me into Brighton. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, like I said, I haven't put much thought into the second one, but I really <clears throat> thought the moment I read that, I was like, yo, this man could have been head coach of West Ham. Yeah, I actually think it's Leicester and um, Leicester and Aston Villa. Wow. That's what I think. Wow. Leicester, I forgot. Yeah. Because I think Leicester is probably keeping Brendan Rodgers around because they want to line up something good and mm-hmm. promising before they boot him out. But I don't know. It could be either one of those. Tuchel would never take one of those jobs. He's a Champions League winner. Uh, he would never go to that. Poch is more realistic for Leicester. Poch is more realistic for uh, Aston Villa. So it's, mm-hmm. it's nice that you uh, you asked out Jessica Alba, but Jessica Alba said no. <laughs> Sorry, little boy. You ain't in yeah, my bro. league. No, they read the DMs, but just kept yeah. it moving. Oh, that's cute. That's that's entertaining. But uh, yeah, I only have to give you an answer because you know the answer, fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and we'll move uh, to the shit. Tottenham Hotspurs. Oh, God. At home at White Hart Lane against Everton. Tottenham Hotspurs at home against Everton. I'm just going to say it. I keep picking against Tottenham. They keep proving me wrong. And I'm going to pick them to win this week. Everton up and down, up and down. I think they'll pick up a few losses. Lost at Man United. I think they'll lose this one, 3-1, Tottenham. And um, I just realized I have to pick two more goal scorers. Um, so, so let me pick my second, and I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back All in right. time. And I'm going to go to the Liverpool-Man City game. You think I'm going to pick somebody from Liverpool or Man City? 
I, I will laugh my dick off if you pick noodles. You I'm won't. picking you noodles. That's my pick. I'm dead You're serious. You're not picking fucking noodles. He scored Dude, I am not writing noodles. I'm not even writing noodles on I'm, here because I'm, I'm not even him. taking this serious. This is strategic. Get the fuck out of here. Darwin noodles. Will score. This is he scored against you guys in the champions and the in the community shield, right or wrong? Uh, I think he did. Yeah, in garbage yes, time. Whatever. He, he did. He did. Garbage Sorry to bring that up. A fucking but... trophy. He no, did. whatever. You want to talk about a plate of a trophy? Sure, we can have a conversation about a plate. Yeah, he won. I, I love the community and... shield game. Arsenal has a bunch I... of those community shields. I think the concept is fun. Is dope, game. But it's a fun game. It's, yeah, it is. It is fun. Champions League winner versus Premier League winner. It's a fun yeah. game. Yeah. Um, what happens yeah. when we win both? I just want to ask that as a preface. Do you know? I don't when know. Win both what? When happens when you win the Premier League and the Champions League? Who do you play? You can't play each other. You want to have Man City no. A and Man City B. No, Community <laughs> Shield's FA Cup. Sorry. Isn't it? Yeah, oh, Liverpool okay. won the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, that's right. FA Cup, Premier League winner. I wonder uh, if that's ever Champions happened. League winner plays in the Super Cup against the Europa League winner. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm picking noodles. I'm dead serious. I think he was decent against Arsenal, besides the fucking mocking the fans <laughs> while, while equalizing. <laughs> that was embarrassing. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he embarrasses himself again. But hopefully, in that embarrassment, he gets me a goal, um, and I'm going with it. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's starting to hit form. I don't think he's a bad player. I just think he's a fucking brain dead idiot, and he's going to cost it Liverpool points. He's basically the Uruguayan Granit Xhaka, where he's going to pick up red cards his entire career. <laughs> what? I can't believe you just picked him. Put it down. Put Uruguayan Granit Xhaka. Because he's gonna get red cards his entire he career. He was flirting with some red cards on on Sunday as well. At least a yellow. He's a fool. He's got no football IQ. None at he's all. A and he's got the touch of a trampoline. Like I said, yeah. I bet the guy can bang goals, and I think he's gonna get one. All right. I don't yeah, care if fair. it's a tapping. I don't care if it goes off his ass and goes in the goal. He's gonna get me a goal. Come on, dudes. And if he lets me down, I will never mention his name on this podcast again. Fucking, you, we don't. It, we call him Noodles. <laughs> I, I accidentally said his name and you corrected me into Noodles. And I was like, okay, you're right. Like, we don't even, he's the player that, that, that his name is of. We don't say, like, who he is. He doesn't even deserve that. Like, one fucking goal that's mattered. Didn't he have a goal against you and he decided to start talking shit? And then all of a sudden you put, you slapped him. Like, I mean, he got memed. But yeah, it's he get moved again this weekend as long as he gets me a goal. Um, All right. But yeah, back to Spurs Everton. I picked three one. Yeah, I'm going three nil. Everton ain't getting a goal. I thought that they might, but quite frankly, the negative football of Conte is going to get another false goal to win here because what they're going to say is, you know, Gordon's attacking, and I don't haven't I haven't seen Everton's form lately, but I'm pretty sure they had a couple tough losses lately so i just think that combined with the negative black hole that is fucking tottenham i got tottenham winning this game um three nil all right and now on to el stinkico wolves at home versus nottingham forest this game will not even be talked about ever again after this oh my i'm just God. gonna give you a prediction and it's gonna go it's at the Molyneux. It's going to be a boring one-to-one draw. <laughs> Wolves will get a goal. I've gone against my own rule. 
but they have to fucking score at some point. It's getting ridiculous at this point. Wolves will score, and uh, it's going to be a 1-1 draw, and nobody's going to want to watch it, and I won't. I'm going uh, a max 15 seconds. 2-2 two to two draw. It's only 2-2 two to two because refs are going to get in the way of some kind. Fuck this game. Did you also know that uh, Nuno's, uh, Santa, Espirito Santos is thinking about yes. coming back? Yes. What a joke that is. So, so you want to play offense. You want to score more goals. You're a team that scored three goals, and you're going to bring in the negative managing tactics of Nuno. Again. 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 I mean, uh, is this is this uh, is this a parody? Seriously, where did that come from? The Onion wrote that article. I mean, that's that's an absolute joke. You're having yeah. problems. I mean, bring in fucking Bielsa at Leeds. You you know, bring in somebody who's attacking minded. He's almost too attacking minded, but at least yeah, he could start scoring some goals and then maybe hopefully play a back something. You you can't score goals and yeah. you're going to bring in Nuno. I mean, the guy the guy. The guy had Harry Kane scoring no goals. The guy Still turned Harry Kane into fucking uh, nothing. Danny Welbeck. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Just so, I mean, if that happens, it, that would be the funniest thing to happen in a long time in the Premier League. That's that's you absolutely said, hilarious. They're even considering that. Yeah. You said a name, Biazla. I just legit think that those two are perfect combination and a perfect first time in the history of European football that they should allow a manager and a defensive coordinator. (laughs) That was a perfect combination because one can't do what the other does, but both of them need each other. So badly. Fuse them together. Do the Dragon Ball Z fusion. (laughs) Oh my god, that'd be perfect. They'd be unstoppable. That'd be fucking probably take over the league. But I mean, God, that would actually probably work. To be honest, you got to pick a second and third goal scorer, my friend. Uh, Fulham, I have a second Lawrence. goal scorer. Who was it? Uh, I'm naming them now, and since we're going <laughs> retroactively back in time, um, yeah. I'm gonna go with the person that I actually. I'm going with this classic game because I think it's gonna be a high scorer. I'm going with guys that I know are banging goals historically, historically in this game. So my first pick was De Bruyne. I'm going Salah. Okay. All right. Us. And, and you us. went Salah last week, and he burned you. So you're laughing at my Darwin Noodles pick, but uh, you're going with a guy who fucking slapped you in the face last week. Let's not forget that. Um, all right. Fine. Do what you want. Full on burn. <laughs> Um, Fulham at home against Burnmouth, the eighth place Burnmouth. I mean, this is this is a fucking battle of the uh, eighth in the ta- ninth in the table now after the Brentford win. Ninth in the table Burnmouth and tenth in the table Fulham. Fulham's at home. Uh, Fulham's had a couple dodgy results. I think they will get back in the win column here. I'm going two one Fulham, and I'm torn. I'm torn between a gentleman from this game scoring Willian. Well, no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh my God! Bro. <laughs> no, I, if I lose you this week, if you pick Willie, and I was gonna be hot. No, I was gonna pick <laughs> Mitrovic, but I, I don't know. I might, I might save my pick. Um, is he yeah, hurt? Fulham, I'm going. Is he hurt? You should let me. I don't pick know. Him. I thought he had a. a didn't he pick up a? He might be actually. Um. Yeah, he is hurt. Wow, that would have been fucking stupid. 
<laughs> hoping to have Mitrovic back. So it's a big gamble to take somebody that they're hoping to have back. Um, but yeah, 2-1 Fulham. What you got? One one draw. It's gonna be a shit game. Yeah, and I won't be watching it because it's fucking mm. it's ten a.m. Yeah. slot. Man, those two ten a.m. games are painful. Very very painful. Actually, the whole Saturday is pretty shit. Let's be real. It. Yeah, yeah, and I'm happy because well, I should have stuck El Clasico on on Saturday. Nice oh. ten a.m. If they wanted to do a ten a.m. game, Saturday would have been perfect. Absolutely yep. perfect. Wake up, yep. have a nice coffee. Nice breakfast, sit down and watch two hours of El Clasico before college football gets rolling, before I fucking start screaming at my TV at 7 p.m. for the Yankees game. Um, yeah, uh, that would have yep. been nice. Good job, ESPN. You fucked it. Lester, Crystal Palace. And I'm doing it. I'm taking my third goal scorer, a man who very rarely lets me down. One, Hamas Madison. Thomas. Wow. The Brazilian. He's he's got a little Brazilian in him. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, James Madison, I'm taking him. He's my third goal scorer. Anytime I pick him, he doesn't let me down. So when when I speak with such bravado, now I know he won't score a goal and probably be taken off at the tenth minute. Um but yeah, Lester, Crystal Palace. Mm, will I wake up at seven thirty for this? Probably not. I'll probably just watch highlights of this one. Um, I think Crystal Palace will win this. Lester's defense is atrocious. Crystal Palace, good attackers. Zaha, Eze, um, the other dude, Elise, I think his name is. Oh, yeah, Elise, yeah, they, yeah. Have, they have a good attack. I just I, – I said it before on here, that, that fucking goalie for, for Lester. Lester is one of the worst goalies in the league. I just sure. don't see them being able to sustain the attack. Defensively, they're really fucking poor as well. So I'm going a three to two Crystal Palace win. Oh. I'm going. Fuck. I'm going two nil. Who? No, 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 no. I'm going two to one. Final answer. Two to one Crystal Palace. And I'm going to retroactively go back to the Spurs Everton game. And I'm picking Frank Lampard. Oh. Take Emerson Royal, you coward. Oh, God. <laughs> he shouldn't even be on the fucking pitch. Um, all right, cool. Uh, so recap recap the three goal scorers. I had Saka. Yep. I had Noodles. Yep. And I had Madison. Bang. Yes, and sir. You had KDB. Mohamed Salah. Yep. And Harry, Harry, Kane. Kane. Harry Kane. All right. That does it for the week. We had a game today, 2-0 Brighton. Ivan Tony with a brace. Um, I was actually going to take Ivan Tony as one of my goal scorers when I text you. Uh, I text you it was going to be a 2-2 draw. Obviously, I got that wrong. You predicted. What did you predict? 3-2. Yeah, I think they, I predict three two. Let's look. Let's look. I don't want you cheating. And just tell us uh, how we're looking in these results. So, going into the week, 
We are, you are up three. 36, 39. Overall, right? Overall. Yeah, yep. you went Brighton you had, too. So no, no points for any of us today. Yep. So you had um, an 11 point week last week, probably your best week. Uh, Thank you. Both of I us. Appreciate that. Yeah, probably your best week. You had a bullseye and you hit on every two, game but two goal two. scorers, too. And I hit, had, had uh, who did I pick last week to score? Skamaka and Foden. Skamaka and Foden. Yeah. Great call on the phone. Fucking genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was spot on with that. Uh, your three pointer was the the city. How, predicting city on the head is just amazing because you know they're gonna score goals, but how many? And then the bigger question is, are they gonna concede? And for us to not like nothing against Southampton, and for just man. That fucked me. Four nil. Trying to look at other previous weeks, but yeah, you're up three total. We had some pretty shit weeks too, though. Yeah, Damn. so uh, not the best Premier League weekend, but Sunday's a really good day. Um, yeah. Very, very good day. My uh, fiance was trying to get me to do something on Sunday, and I simply told her, "Do not bug me. We have a lot going on on Sunday." Let's. Mike Ryan the, from the Levitard show was parading around a random Sunday in in, uh, in uh, fucking November where UCF basketball was playing UM as if it was one of the greatest weekends. Let's look at this Sunday. El Clasico. Manchester City versus Liverpool. Football all day. Yankees yep. ga- game four. I mean, that's a great Sunday right there. Especially, especially for us. It just lost connection. Say something real quick. You there? Just say something. No, uh, you were. You're good. No, I see you. I see you. Come back to earth. <laughs> the 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 thing said lost connection, but say something. Yo, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? He can't hear me. Can you hear me? Hello, hello. Yep, he lost me. Let's get him back. Can you hear me? It said lost connection on here, and I and I said, "Hey, can you hear me?" But yeah, we're back. So I was just saying, it, it's a great Sunday, um, especially for us. Giants Ravens going to be a great game. El Clasico, Manchester City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Leeds. Uh, really looking forward to Sunday. I will be on the couch all day. So let's preview that El Clasico game. Real Madrid takes on Barcelona in another El Clasico, and it's at the Bernabeu. Both teams coming into this game tied at twenty-two points. Goal differential in favor of Barcelona. But, yeah, this is a big one. Very, very big one. El Clasico is always, always a great game, hence the name. And, uh, yeah, these two are battling for top of the table in La Liga. Uh, I know you hate Real Madrid. I don't hate them. As much as I hate Barcelona, I absolutely despise that club. So I will be going for Real Madrid, especially because one of my favorite strikers in the world is Karim Benzema. Absolutely love that guy. He's an absolute G. One of my favorite wingers in the world, Vinicius Jr. 
another another great player. Love him. So I will be pulling for Real Madrid. Um, I have to admit, they're kind of, you know, they're kind of coasting right now, which you would kind of expect coming off a Champions League and a La Liga win. They're kind of coasting. Uh, Barcelona coming off a disappointing result where they might be on their way out of the Champions League group stage into Europa. So I think this game means a little bit more for them. On the road, though, at the Bernabeu, I'm not really sure which way I'm leaning. Which way are you leaning? Wow. Wow. Very arrogant of you. Kunde's hurt, right? Christensen's hurt. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, and that's what worries me about Barcelona falling into the Europa because their results are dodgy right now in Champions League, but they're also missing two center backs. Kunde, I'm a fan of, but he does have a mistake in him. Same kind of for Christensen, but there's no doubt those are two quality, quality center backs. So, you know, they might drop out of Champions League and then get healthy for Europa and be a difficult, difficult opponent. So, but yeah, so no Eric Garcia at center back is the key. A lot. Yeah, dropping his wages. Which was disgraceful, by the way. That's absolutely disgraceful. You're going to get in financial trouble. That's on you to ask one of your young stars to drop his salary. Disgraceful. Hate that. Hate that move. Uh, yeah, I, why not? This this Garcia guy looks terrible out back. Um, he's terrible. So if you see Garcia playing, you're going Real Madrid. Are you going Real Madrid in general? Yeah. Yeah, I remember last year too, Barcelona and I slapped them up. Aubameyang had a goal. Um, yeah, it was goals galore. I think they had f- put four or five on them. Um, but I'm picking Real Madrid for two reasons. Like I just said, two of my favorite, favorite soccer players in the world, Kareem Benzema and Vinny Jr. Absolutely love those guys. Love the flavor that Vinny Jr. brings. And Kareem Benzema is just an absolute G. Absolute G. Absolutely. If he doesn't get it this year, I'm done with the Ballon d'Or. Messi getting it last year was was embarrassing for me. He wasn't good at all. He wasn't good enough at all. Um, Lewandowski should have had that easily. 
easily. And if Benzema doesn't get it this year, uh, I will be embarrassed. So I have I have my guys Benzema and Vinny Jr. scoring. I'm going 3-2, to two, another 3-2. I'm picking that result a lot this week. I think it's going to be a great game. Barcelona does does have something to prove here, even though they won the last El Clasico. You know, they want to keep going because they want to keep good momentum going in these Champions League games. They do not want to drop out. I was reading them dropping out of Champions League will impact their financial revenue, which they will do something shady, as we all know, to regain that financial revenue. And that's why we all hate them. But it's a, it's, it's a bigger game for Barcelona, no doubt. Real Madrid will do what Real Madrid do. But I still have them winning for two reasons. I gave you two of them. And actually, I have a third reason. Because that OVO kit that Barcelona will be trying out on Sunday at 10.15 a.m. is disgusting. Disgusting. Embarrassing. And we know how they make up their money. By doing shit like this. Embarrassing. This is embarrassing. What does Drake know about a fucking corner kick? What does Drake know about anything? What does he know about soccer? I mean, honestly. The guy's an absolute low-life piece of garbage. He, his stupid owl should be nowhere near this beautiful, the best game that everybody knows what El Clasico is. You talk to non-soccer fans, they know what it is. Barcelona, Real Madrid. OVO being on the Barcelona kit in El Clasico. Put that fucking kit on when you're playing Espanol or whatever that shit team is at the bottom of the table. That's when you put that on. El Clasico? And now we know how they make up their money because they do shit like this where they get a fucking check. Yeah. And then they sell it and all their dumb fucking supporters buy it all across the world. And uh, yeah, just for that, I can never back Barcelona. I hate that club. They're corrupt. They're criminals. Uh, they, they are running a Walter White crystal meth uh, <laughs> cooking industry. They are that awful. And uh, that kit should be burned before the game. And they should wear something else. They should just wear red T-shirts. I mean, <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's on fire, hopefully. <laughs> I can't believe they're wearing this in El Clasico. Please read the caption. Yeah, read the cap. This is the caption by Champagne Poppy.
It's embarrassing. Like I said, do this shit in a fucking game against fucking, uh, you know, a game against Celta, against Celta Vigo. Oh, the next game, they're going to be starting Bad Bunny at fucking Striker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, take a PK at this shitty kit. <clears throat> but yeah, where the sh- oh, holy shit, Sevilla is in the relegation zone. Yeah, they're poor. Um, anyway, yeah, I I can't pick them. What's your prediction for this game? So you're going same score as me, you gutless mutt. <laughs> That's my pick, guy. <clears throat> Let's put this in our picks this week as well. Yeah, yeah, why not? We could do that. We could pivot. Yeah, let's put in the picks. So what are you going with? Wow. All right, I love it. I love it. Um, okay, cool. Uh, that's it. That's it for the Premier League. That's it for El Clasico. Uh, of course, we'll recap that game as well, and it's going to be in our picks, and we'll do that from time to time, put in big games, maybe throw a Champions League game in there, maybe throw a Champions League final. Well, maybe we'll throw a, a lacrosse game in there, you know, a big lacrosse game, Syracuse University versus Duke. Uh, we might throw that in the picks one week. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just rambling, but yeah, yeah. Uh, let's end this with, uh, you know, we have three big games coming up. So by the time Monday rolls around, the Yankees could be advancing to play the Houston Astros or they could be playing a game five Monday night. I don't know. Um, I'm very worried. What I saw today was exactly what I've seen for the last 13 years from the Yankees. Just inept, inept, incompetent. Hitting. Absolutely. Stan hits that first home run in the two innings, and then the bats go dead in the first inning, and the bats go dead for eight. And it's been happening every postseason. As bad as I hate our rotation sometimes, it's never the rotation that lets us down. The Bronx Bombers, the big bats, the baby bombers, whatever you want to call them, that they never show up when we need some hits. The timely hitting is pathetic. The clutch hitting is pathetic. Aaron Judge, great year this season, but 0 for 8 to start the postseason, it's not a good look, my guy. It's not a good look. And if he's going to go 0 for in the next two games, I wouldn't be surprised if we're having a funeral on Monday for the New York Yankees because he's got to wake the fuck up. He does. This lineup is too garbage. And I understand we have DJ LeMay, you heard, and we have uh, this and that and, you know, and fucking – you know, OVO kits are out on Sunday, whatever. Who gives a fuck? But I don't want the injuries to be excused. This is a $265 million roster. There's no reason Oswald Cabrera should be our sixth fucking hitter, followed by the $26 million flop, Josh Donaldson. It's an embarrassing lineup. Honestly, if I was a pitcher, I would pitch around Judge, and I'd let the other guys beat me, okay? That's what I would do. I don't like it. Why would you bat? I get that he the analytics say he gets more at bats. 
because the, the lineup will come around and he'll get more at-bats as the season goes on. Awesome. Love it. But guess what? This is the postseason. That's duration of 162 games. And that's what always bothers me about analytics. It's always over the duration of 162 games, which who gives a fuck in the postseason? It's a different animal. You can't. You have to have instincts, and you have to have the opportunity to, to go with instincts, hot bats, and be able to pivot. It's a waste, absolute waste to have him at the number one spot. He's going to get more runs batted in, period, at, at batting number two even. Put him at number two. Put fucking Rizzo at first. I don't care, but he should not be batting first. If he leads off with a solo home run every game, I'm sure Cleveland won't mind that because it's one run, right? Hey, Judge is going to hit a solo home run every game. Cleveland go, okay, I'll probably take that. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, because as long as he's not hitting a three-run homer, we won't take those. But, yeah, go ahead. Have him hit a solo home run every game. We'll shut him down for the rest of the innings. Boom. But yeah, I'm very, very worried. Uh, putting in Jamison Tyone for a clean inning in the 10th, I don't understand it. The guy's never puts out of the bullpen. And he always has bad first innings. So why would you put him in in the first inning? In the 10th inning, sorry. I don't understand that at all. But that's not the reason we lost. We lost because of inept hitting, which always fucking plagues us. So wake up, bats. Uh, game tomorrow at 7 and game Sunday. So we'll let you know where we're at Monday. But it could be a very somber Monday podcast. What do you think? I can see him doing that on on what was it Tuesday because we had the off day Wednesday but we're essentially playing four four games in a row here so why are you burning out your bullpen? And in in, we need them. Now we need to try to win game three for sure. If we don't win game three, we're in trouble. I'm going to tell you that right now. If we lose tomorrow, I'm going to be breaking stuff. We are in big trouble because Cleveland has a great pitching staff. Cleveland has a great pitching staff. And then all we have is Cole on Friday. I don't even know who would pitch on Monday. On, on, not on Friday. On Sunday. I don't even know who would pitch on, on Monday. And, and I'm going to tell you this right now. If they lose to this Cleveland team, I want Cashman gone, gone the next morning. Enough excuses for Brian Cashman. Enough. Enough is enough. The guy has the luxury of having $260 million at his, at his expense every fucking offseason. Every offseason. Yet he continues to nickel and dime prospects. Montas. Uh, we don't want to give up two more prospects for Luis Castillo. We don't want to do that. We'd rather bring in Montas. Montas isn't even on the roster. The guy was hurt the month before you acquired him. He's hurt now. What a shocker. What a fucking shocker. Can we stop making excuses for this guy, please? He's not good enough. 20 fucking years, one title, with the luxury of having as much money as you want, basically. $260 million. One of the highest payrolls in baseball. It ain't good enough. I want him gone the next morning, and I want Boone gone. And this team needs a refresh and a new idea because it ain't working. It's the same shit for the last 13 years in the postseason.
Hopefully not Boone. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It could just be a bad two games, and I'm hoping that's all it is. And I'm hoping on Monday we're saying, hey, we're we're playing the Astros, and Judge hit two home runs, and he got us four hits, and every hit was a big hit, and now we're advancing. And I, honestly, as negative as I'm being, it's just I'm frustrated with this team. Like we're not we're not good enough, and we should be good better than we are. No, this Cleveland team is not good. I mean, they have good pitching, but their hitting is pathetic. And, you know, the hitting, our hitting for, for $260 million should be able to figure out how to score more than two fucking runs over eight innings, over nine innings. But, but they can't string together hits. That's the problem. That's the fucking problem. They can't string them together. Nobody hits with runners in scoring position on this team. Nobody. And that's including Judge. But... Honestly, I, I think we'll do it. I'm expecting a gem from Sevy tomorrow night. And I'm expecting Judge to wake the fuck up and, and nut up and get us some runs. I'm going I'm going five to two. We win tomorrow night. And Cole is going game four. He's going game four and he better, better shut him down. And I hope he wins it. Uh I, I think we'll on Monday we'll be talking about the Astros because I think we're gonna win the next two games, but I am worried. There is a scenario here where this doesn't play out the way we're seeing it. And, man, if we lose another division series, like I said, heads need to roll. I don't want to hear about Cashman gets us to the playoffs every year. I don't give a fuck. With $260 million at your expense, that's the bare minimum. Bare minimum to get us to the playoffs, especially with this expanded fucking playoffs. Is it even that hard to get to the playoffs anymore? So let's not act like, oh, Cashman, you got us to the playoffs. Fuck you. We need to start getting further than the division series. Absolutely. We haven't even been to the World Series. We haven't even been into the World Series since 2009. So that needs to change. And if it doesn't happen this year, heads need to roll. So hopefully we come in Monday and we're talking uh, about the Astros, who I'm very worried about. But, uh, yeah, that'll, that'll do it. Uh, Sunday is going to be an exciting, exciting day. Um, really looking forward to the Liverpool City game, Arsenal Leeds, uh, El Clasico. Giants, our Giants are 4-1. and one. I, I like us against the Ravens. I think we're going to sneak out another win and shock people. 5-1 and one would be epic. Epic. And then, and then hopefully we're talking about two Yankees wins and a, a series win. So anything else?
Yeah, and uh, I see uh, Orlando on his screen. He's uh, it looks like he's buying the OVO kit. <laughs> is that a is that a Garcia OVO kit you got coming in? All the all the proceeds, all the proceeds from OVO go to Man City directly. What do you think about that? <laughs> all right, episode eleven of the Premier Pep Talk podcast. I am your host, Brian Lando. We're out.